0: Hello, everybody. Sit back, relax, turn your lights out, light some candles, and listen to some stories about nightmares, ghosts, paranormal, and shit that just can't be explained. Grumbler Spooky Tale. Here's the Hello, everyone. Welcome to Graveyard Grumbler Spooky Tales. I'm your host, of course the evil the sadistic the diabolical creepy spooky graveyard grumbler <laughs> welcome everyone i appreciate everyone for tuning into today's episodes and again i have 3 creepy tales hopefully they give you the chills spook you and just kind of give you the shivers the first one is the woman without a face I'll let you think what that episode or the story is about. The second one is titled, The Baby. And the third one is entitled, The Kids. All three stories were written by yours truly. I hope you enjoy them. And here we go. The Woman Without a Face. I'm not going to waste time in setting the story up. I'm just going to get right into it. This all started out of the blue. I don't play with Ouija boards, I'm not a religious fanatic, I'm an atheist. Hell, I don't even watch horror movies, which is why I'm confused on why all this started happening to me. I went to sleep one night around 9pm. I walked into my room, shut the door, hearing it click close. I turned the light off, but right before I lay down I heard my door open up and creak open. Figuring it for air pressure from the AC, I closed the door, laid down, and got some sleep. I woke up around 3.15 to use the restroom. When I turned my light on, I saw my bedroom door wide open. half awake, I blew it off as me not closing my door properly. I walked into the restroom, flipped the light on, walked past the mirror, and at the corner of my eye, I thought I saw a woman walking behind me. I quickly turned around, but nothing was behind me. Just my eyes adjusting to the light, I said to myself. Finishing up with my business, I returned to my bed and didn't wake up until 8am. I was sitting at the table drinking my coffee that morning, going over what possibly could have happened last night. As I was taking a sip of my coffee, I heard a door upstairs close, not thinking too much about it since the air conditioner kicked on at the same exact time. I figured it to be air pressure in the room, didn't think much of it and got up and went to work. Well, I got back from work late that day, it was around 8pm by the time I finished dinner. I went upstairs to lay in bed and listen to some music. Right before I pressed play, I heard footsteps in the loft area right outside my bedroom door. The footsteps stopped right in front of my door, then the doorknob rattles, I see it turn slowly. I stare at it, then my door opened and creaked wide open, but no one is in the doorway. I jumped out of bed and run to the loft area catching a glimpse of a black haired woman running downstairs. I go after the figure but lose track of it as soon as I reach the bottom step. Confused and freaked out, I walked around the bottom floor checking all the doors and windows making sure they're all locked and they are. It was difficult for me to fall asleep, but I think I managed to doze off around 1am. I was up at 7am the next day, and not wanting to be in my room any longer, I grabbed my stuff and crept out. I made my way into the loft area, looking around with each step I took, and in the corner of the room I saw a body with stringy black hair wearing a tattered yellow dress. Yellow socks with ruffles on the ankle part. Her shoes were dirty black that looked really old. She was facing the corner as if she was on timeout. I walked towards her. I don't know why, but I had to find out what she was. So the closer I got to her, she just repeated, "Go away, go away, go away, go away. over and over. I was about 4 feet from her when she yelled, DON'T TOUCH ME! I turned around and took off running down the stairs not looking back. I waited about an hour before going back upstairs. I reached the loft but stayed on the top step looking around. She was gone. I let out a sigh of relief, happy this was all over. A couple nights passed and one night I was sleeping soundly when I jumped out of bed from a loud scream from the bottom of the floor oh! i looked at my bedside clock and the time was 3 15. standing by, by my bed breathing hard and my heart beating out of my chest i stayed quiet hoping i was having a nightmare i heard the scream again followed by a door slamming I run downstairs hoping it was someone breaking in, but it wasn't. Scared out of my mind, I walk slowly back upstairs when I get to the top step and the lady was standing right in front of me, her head pointing down with black hair covering her face. She's making this crying sound. <laughs> She slowly lifts her head to where she is looking at me. I can't see her face because her hair is still covering it. Then, using both hands, she reaches and grabs a, a chunk of hair on each side of her face. She slowly pulls her hair apart, revealing dark blotches all over her face she had no identifiable facial features no eyes no mouth no nose it was just awful black blotches on her face she lets out a painful scream and pushes me down the stairs i roll down the stairs hit the bottom of the floor slamming my head on the tile right before I blacked out I see the lady turn and walk back towards the darkness of the loft. I woke up later that morning with blood caked on my head dried blood on the floor I managed to call 911 and an ambulance took me to the ER I had a broken arm broken ribs and a concussion is the result from the fall I told the hospital staff that I missed a step and fell down the stairs. I knew no one would believe me if I actually told them the truth. When I got home, I set my house on fire. I blamed it on using gas to light the fireplace. I actually moved out of state hoping that by leaving I would stay away from that lady. The baby. I want to start off by saying I am NOT GUILTY of murder. With that said, I'll share with you the traumatizing, life-changing event that occurred. I'm 40 years old now, and, but like many women back in my mid-30s, I wanted to have a child before my clock stopped ticking. So when I was 34 years old, I found a guy who was willing to knock me up and leave the child alone for life. Yes, I got it all in writing, of course. After about two weeks post baby making appointment and several EPT positives, I went to my OBGYN for a solid confirmation. It was the happiest day of my life. My pregnancy was going wonderfully. Each month was exactly how my doctor said it would go. I was elated. In my last trimester, things started getting a little weird. Not with the baby's health, but with the baby. I woke up one night to the sound of muffled crying. I uncovered myself, swung my legs to get out of bed when I heard the crying again. I froze, held my breath, and a shiver of fear ran down my spine. The crying was coming from my stomach. I jumped out of bed to fully wake myself up, so I took a walk through my house to calm my nerves. I walked past the nursery when I caught a glimpse of what I thought was a body rocking in the rocking chair. I quickly turned the light on and was relieved to find nobody in the room. I told the doctor about the odd things that I heard. He said it was normal since the body is under a lot of stress and we all act in different ways. Happy with the answer and the health of my almost due baby, I went home. Reagan was born June 6, 2006 at 3 a.m. My baby is finally here. I held her after the nurse cleaned her up. She's beautiful, I told the nurse when she gave her to me. When Reagan opened her eyes, they had no color. Her eyes were black, jet, pitch, dark black she closed them and fell asleep kind of freaked me out but i didn't think anything of it well fast forward two years reagan is walking around being adorable i have a mirror low to the floor she enjoys making faces at herself on this one day i was sitting on the floor with reagan watching her make faces when she turned her head to look at me but a reflection stayed staring straight ahead. I stared at the reflection and the reflection stared right back at me. The face turned dark, the eyes black as a moonless night. The mouth contorted, showing jagged teeth through a menacing smile. Then in a blink of the eye, the reflection mirrored the exact movement as Reagan. What just happened? I said out loud. I quickly got away from that mirror. Another night, I heard Reagan crying through the baby monitor, so I got up to go comfort her. Right before I leave the room, I hear a low, evil, growling voice say, There, there. Don't cry, my child. I sprinted to the room, hearing Reagan laugh and say, Okay, Daddy and she lay down and was fast asleep. Well, on this unfortunate day of June 6, 2010, I was reading a book in bed when I heard a familiar evil voice. The voice tells Reagan, my child, the time has come. You must rid your life for the parasites. Your family awaits you, sweetie. I run to her room, finding a dark shadow in the corner of the closet. Reagan had some papers wrapped around her light bulb. Some thin shirts under more paper. Reagan stares at me with all black eyes and tells me, I never loved you. You helped me live, but today you die. She squeezed the light bulb with her bare hand, shooting sparks on the paper, starting a fire. Her room lights up and all I see is Reagan holding the hand of the shadow disappearing into the closet. I barely had time to get out the house before it burned down. After the fire was put out by the firefighters, they started searching for Reagan. They found nothing. No body. No evidence of Reagan. Police believe she was abducted before the room caught fire. I know what I saw. She was alive, but... I know now she wasn't human. She was never my little baby. The Kids I was driving home from work one evening. It had been a very long stressful work day and I was looking forward to getting my weekend started. I pulled into a convenience store parking lot at around 8pm. I had to stop and get provisions, chips, beer, and more beer, you know the necessities. I paid, got back into my car, went to put my seatbelt on when three kids walked up to my car window. I locked my doors, rolled the window just enough to hear them ask. Sir, can you give my sisters and I a ride home? I forgot my wallet and I can't buy the milk and eggs needed for the cake mother is baking. The kid who asked never looked directly at me. The other kid stood just behind him looking at the ground sir we don't have any weapons and we can't get in your car unless you invite us we aren't going to hurt you we're just kids i grabbed my wallet to give them 10 bucks and when i was taking my money out i went to give it to the main kid when we made eye contact the boy's eyes were completely blacked out dark creepy When I looked at the other two kids, their eyes were just as dark. Freaked out, I pushed the money out the window and drove away. When I got home, I quickly went inside. Checked all the rooms, checked the backyard, checked the windows. I made sure everything was locked. Sitting on my couch, I cracked open a beer and thought about the kids and their black eyes. I had this feeling of fear and dread that I couldn't shake. I felt weird, just an awful, overwhelming feeling of being scared. I decided I needed to sleep, so I washed up and got into my sleep clothes and fell asleep. My eyes popped open at 3.30am to a loud noise coming from my bathroom. I tried getting up to check, but I couldn't move. The only thing that moved were my eyes. I felt something crawling up my legs and my arms. I saw a huge roach flying around my face. The sound of the bug's wings were loud and I could feel the wind from its wings right on my face. The roach landed on my cheek just under my right eye. I tried with all my strength to slap it off but I couldn't move. At the foot of my bed, I saw a small girl pulling my blankets off me, her eyes black just like the moonless midnight, just like the kids at the store. When my blankets came off, I saw the black-eyed kid laugh. I was finally able to move my head, so I looked down towards my legs and I saw what the kid was laughing at. On my legs were about 20 spiders crawling over one another. I again tried with all my might to move my arms. I had no success. I closed my eyes trying to hold back tears. I heard footsteps going towards the bathroom. The light turned on. The little girl giggled. Light went off and she was gone. So was the roach, the spiders, and I was able to move. I just laid there terrified, worried, and lost. I called out of work the next morning to try and get myself together. I figured last night to be a really horrible nightmare. For the rest of the day, I tried keeping busy by doing housework, reading, and writing. It was around 7pm when I decided to lay down. I decided to lay down early since the night before I couldn't sleep. Couldn't sleep after that insane nightmare. I settled in bed around 7.40 and grabbed my Tony Curtis poem book when I heard a knock on my front door. I got up to check, walked into the living room to the front door I saw some shadows outside the window. I got to the door, looked through the peephole, what I saw made my body run cold. I started shaking from fear, I saw a pair of blackened eyes staring back at me. The kid backed up from the peephole, revealing three more black-eyed kids behind him. Please let us in, sir. We are lost and scared. I ran to my room, slammed my bedroom door, locked it, and pushed my dresser in front of it. I laid down and started shaking from the sound of the kid's laughter. I was terrified from the tapping on my bedroom windows. I just couldn't understand why this was happening. I must have fallen asleep because I woke up from a voice yelling, Hey! I jumped up, but realized I didn't move, my eyes wide open trying to find the source of the voice in the dark when the bathroom light turned on. I saw the little girl again, but she wasn't alone. She was holding the hand of what looked like a 16-year-old boy. I heard footsteps entering my room. The light turned on and I saw eight black-eyed kids walking into my room. They stood around my bed, all of them giggling. The little girl climbed on my chest, laughing maniacally. The older boy said in a low, sadistic voice, Good night, forever. The little girl put her filthy, foul odored hands over my mouth and nose preventing me from breathing. I tried fighting, but the sleep paralysis didn't allow me to move. All I saw was the cold, dead, black eyes from the little girl before I died. We watched the video surveillance of the tragic killing of the victim here at the precinct. The victim had cameras around the inside of his house and room. We saw the black-eyed kids on video, but we can't find them. We saw them inside the house with the murder victim, but we didn't find any force of entry into the house. We received a letter sent from the kids and the letter said, He was a victim of ignorance and fear. He chose not to help a blessing sent to him. His death is an example that everyone needs to know about. Those who hear this will be visited soon. There's no stopping us. There's no hiding from us. There's nothing you can do. Signed, The Kids. That's going to wrap this episode up. Hopefully, you enjoyed the stories that were written by me. I enjoyed writing them, so let the bed bugs bite, keep a flashlight close by, and sleep tight. Thank you for listening. It's time to blow out the candle and try to get some sleep. Remember, don't go investigate when you hear noises in the dark. And you know what happens. Enjoy the night, enjoy the dark. And try to get some rest. This is the Graveyard Grumbler speaking Stories. I'm Graveyard Grumbler. Enjoy your night. Graveyard Grumbler Spooky Kid. Where's the Eposter of